All right. Hey, everyone. Uh, we have a special guest on the Worst Fans in Baseball podcast. Uh, it, it's just me, Josh, and Ryan tonight. We have uh, we have Stu Styles on. Holy shit, guys. Ooh. We have Stu. What is up? Gabagool. everybody. Gabagool over here. We... If you're uh, if you don't live under a rock, you know Stu because he's active on Twitter. He keeps scorebooks for birds on the black and guys. Um, since for like the last like few years, Mister Styles here is a uh, is a is a, is a musician. You believe that shit? We actually have someone talented on. Can you believe that, guys? Do. Don't tell yep. don't don't tell Kyle we said that. Okay, we, well, we've never had us. a musician on the podcast. Never, especially regularly, ever before. So, no, actually, I, no. We've had like stand-up comics on. I've been like, you know, going through going that, through my old contacts. Nick, doesn't Nick count as a musician though? We no. won't. Yeah, I was being. No, I was no, being no. Nick. <laughs> yeah, we won't. We won't. We won't count that guttural Italian slop as music. Okay, <laughs> all right. He goes up and he rips off Beverly Hills Cop theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Things about getting pussy like we've never heard that before. Ooh. But no, Stu, thank you for coming on. Uh, we've we we've always it, Kyle recommended you and a couple of others, and uh, dude, I gotta say, I was immediately won over when I saw the saw the Mo profile picture. I'm uh, I'm assuming you're uh, you're a Simpsons head. I much, yeah. <clears throat> I am a big Simpsons fan. Only uh, only like certain seasons. My cutoff is probably like season fifteen. Maybe yeah, like yeah. sixteen, but like everything else, the newer stuff, I'll watch an episode here or there. But the those first like fifteen seasons, definitely. Before that's, they started that's my doing the, the crossovers with Family Guy and all that, you know. Yeah, bit. that's it. Just got <laughs> weird, and it, like, it's when Hank Azaria got to practice his First Amendment rights <laughs> and all the oppression. <laughs> that's what it is. I, I, I'm picking it up. <laughs> yeah that's that's basically it that's uh it's so funny too uh me and one of my one of my buddies like we were really big uh simpsons fans for like the longest time like no one really gave a shit out of our friend group about it but like we would go off like everyone would be doing their thing and we'd like go off to one of our houses and we would just watch a season of the simpsons and just get fucking hammered and just hell yeah laugh all night we do something similar in this household by the way in this household we worship the ground jordan walker walks on and we roll for religion um what's a what's a show our group is known for josh um some about calico pants being involved and holding door <laughs> it's uh tim robinson i think, I think, you, think should you should leave, leave. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best show the yeah, best show yeah. right now Season yeah. three, we're we're counting down oh, the days. I, I have. I'm gonna take my vacation around then, because all I'm gonna do is drink and learn every single fucking reference. Does it come? Season. Comes out in May, right? Is early May. Yeah, early May. Yeah. yeah, early May. Okay. I'm uh, oh, maybe yeah. day in that premiere is keeping me alive right now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think that goes for all of us. We should. Hey. Uh, we're gonna have but to have Succession a... is returning tonight. I don't know if you fellas watched that show. Um, too too smart. Nope, too smart. Good. Too smart. Uh, very me. good. Looks um, like you're. Uh, looks like you're a lone wolf here, pal. No, yeah, yeah I, mean, I usually uh, am. Yeah, that's the way I like it. <laughs> He's a big Brian Cox fan. He's a big fan of Cox. Really yeah. likes Cox. Has been in his life for a long time, right? Yes. 
Yeah. Ever since Braveheart, you know. Ever since Braveheart. That that's when Cox that's a long was time. The biggest. Yeah. Dude, we need a, dude, we gotta have a worst fans, uh worst fans like I think you should leave night. Like uh we gotta get Ryan um to come down from whatever city he's from. We're not gonna disclose. Yeah, wherever need, that may be. We need to fr- uh fly Ryan in. Uh and get I him think uh Baltimore. Baltimore. He's from Baltimore. <laughs> Big Ravens uh, fan. I think you should Lamar! leave. Yes. I think you should leave is like the best personality trait to have as a person too. Yeah. Uh yeah. there's like yeah. weirdly there's been some people that just don't get it and they get annoyed by it. And I'm like, you guys are the worst type of people and I don't want to talk to you. So just leave me alone. It's yeah, uh, that's why me and my I, ex I showed my dad an episode and he looked at me like he wanted to disown me. <laughs> this shit. Dude, dude, which one did same, you go, same. tell me tell me you showed was, him Ghost House? <laughs> I showed showed him season one, episode one. So I guess yeah. it's like where he op- like pulls the door open and the like backwards. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Much no, I was here yesterday. It goes both ways. So it goes both it ways. Both. It a great, that's a great opening scene for the show. <laughs> oh man, sets the tone. Stu, what's your favorite uh favorite skit on it then? Oh man, there are way too many on the ball. Like I would say, don't make it Ghost House. Everyone loves Ghost House, so I'm really going to challenge you. Yeah, and I'm not going to say Calico Cup Pants since we talked about it earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, man. Favorite skit from that? There are just way too many. I almost feel like I need to like go through the skits because I feel like I'm forgetting I'll, something. I'll give you two that kill me every time. It is the intervention at Jim Davis's house. <laughs> I love that one. I bought this. It's Jim Davis who made Garfield's house. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm I'm going through these skits real quick. It was uh, the guy who played. Um, uh, uh, in that uh, Clint Eastwood film, uh, big big fat guy, I'd say that. But uh, it was when he was over, and they were just like making jokes about their wives. He's like, my wife's got is got the uh, henchman, the henchman yeah. one, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Jimmy uh, Taco, <laughs> Jimmy Taco is like, I'm gonna get your lines. And he, you like, know that leads. guy? That guy just won. Uh, he won like an Emmy or some shit for. He won. Um, oh, let me look him up. He. Uh, he got nominated, I'm pretty sure, for an actor, uh, for an Oscar when he did that Clint Eastwood film. Oh, God. Why this did is I the guy oh, the bombing like at the Olympics? The Atlanta, yeah, the uh, 96 uh, Atlantic bombing. Um, yeah. And uh, Richard Jewell. That's what it was. So yeah. sorry. But yeah, he, the, the, just, the, just the punchline being that, uh, you know, I'm going to go home, guys. And he's like, but, but Rick. It's my oh, birthday. God. We're having we're having a sleepover. <laughs> you never stay over, man. You never stay over, man. I gotta go. My wife has always supported me. <laughs> she supported. I'm gonna get that line tomorrow. Tells him this obscure thing because the whole the whole plate. None of his friends are there. It's just his wife, and he's like, she stood up for me with to Jimmy Taco. She helped me stand up to Jimmy Taco. They're like, what? Dude, they're, I'm like going through this list of like ranked skits and there are some that are like really high that i just feel like are getting passed up like the john the johnny the johnny carson one is like one of the worst ones according to this guy i love that skit oh like he he can hit 
Nick hates, <laughs> <laughs> Nick hates this one, but I love Little Buff Boys. Just uh, I love Sam, Little Buff Boys. Little, boys. little Buff Boys. <laughs> nice little cream of the crop. Got a nice. We goose them. We goose. We goose them. It's not serious. We just what go. the ghost? The ghost of Christmas. Way, Way future. future. <laughs> Scrooge. Here, Scrooge, eat the eat scoop. You idiot sense of humor. Watch <laughs> his freaking skulls in. It's the bony Scrooge. Uh, I mean, yeah. like going through this too. One that's, uh, I mean, Dan Flash is great. Oh, damn, of course. Damn. We saw a guy with a Dan Flash's shirt. Basically, we did. <laughs> there was a black guy though last night. Where I was like, I haven't seen that one yet. That is great. Yeah. Echo Unlimited might have just been Dan Flashes for black guys. I don't know. Yeah. Um that's could have been. I feel like there's a online store that's like kind of Dan Flashes that esque that you can get Dan Flashes shirts on because <laughs> the guy the guy who uh Reese he did my Q and A for that scorecard article on Birds on the Black. Huge, I think you should leave fan. Golfs all the time. Mm-hmm. All his golf polos are like damn flashes polos. And I'm <laughs> like, awesome. dude, that is the greatest. I want to get on the golf course with you because this is hilarious. Oh god, Tim Robinson's got to do a skit on a golf course. That is that is prime real estate for a skit uh, for that show to like appear on. That'd be perfect. We need we need Adley Rutschman in season three apparently too. We need we also need him on this team. I know we're in love with uh, with Wilson Contreras oh. guys, but man. All right, one more one more skit. This one okay. is like low key. This yeah. one is low key great. They have motorcycles. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, they that was do. The first one I watched that made me laugh so goddamn hard. Like I was howling when I first. Very first time I turned the show on and watched that one. Oh my god. That's a great one. Oh yeah. Great. There's motors. Guys, when I die, just play just play the uh, some I think. Just play Ghost House. <laughs> These <laughs> fucking fuckers ever. Just play Coffin Flop. There you go. Get Corn Cop TV. <laughs> slap it right on my casket. Let it We're go. allowed to show them news. We're allowed to show them. Because they ain't got no soul. They ain't got no soul. <laughs> I don't know fucking shit. Okay. I love that. They think I'm just some dumb egg. <laughs> they told me that at a dinner. At a dinner. God. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Most of our podcast is just I got to stop looking at these skits. Or, yeah. or well, we'll talk about this all night. The nacho a... skit, you can't eat all the fully loaded ones. Oh, God. What? What? <laughs> what? Gaslighting as fuck. We could move. Oh, the uh, last one, I swear. The gimme that one. Be like, I want your burger. <laughs> gimme that. that. That guy is awesome. That I guy need, is I, awesome. I want you to, uh, you're not going to tell anyone I did that, right? No, no. You, you clearly, you know, you weren't like, I need, I need you, I need a recording of you saying you're going to kill the president of the United States. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just I'm joking. joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm joking. All right. Now that we know Stu is cool officially. Um, well, we got to go through walk hard, see if he's a big walk hard. <laughs> that's our, that's our other calling card. We talk about baseball for 30 seconds. Yeah. it's a, we, go in, we go 70 minutes, and I always tell people, like, the baseball thing is a moniker, like Democratic Republic for, like, North Korea, okay? It is strictly a variety hour. It is just – it is it is come down sports. It is the Adam Friedland Show sports edition. That's all it is. That's kind of how uh, 
like when you message me to get on this, you're just like, I mean, we're gonna bullshit. We'll ask you questions. Like we might talk about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see where it goes. You know. Well, like we always kind of like held this um, like belief that like talking about baseball for like sixty to seventy minutes straight as often as people do gets really fucking boring and tiring. I feel like, and. Like, there's only, I think, so much discourse you can, like, delve in when it comes to talking about, like, uh, you know, Jordan Walker's odds to break camp or for the million fucking time. Why don't we address the starting rotation? Like, at some point, you got to be like, yeah, these things happen. Here's, like, 20 minutes. And then for, like, the next couple episodes, we're going to talk about getting pussy because this is a getting pussy <laughs> first podcast. <laughs> the first, first and foremost, that's what's most important here. Like it, it, it does warm my my heart that uh, the fans that listen to us that do reach out to us, they're like, um, you know, it reminds me of like sitting around chilling with my guys and we just bullshitting in college and uh, also fuck Mitch McConnell. Like those are the best, those are the best messages we get from people. I think it'd be nice if they weren't all just white guys. All right, we gotta somehow appeal uh, appeal to women, but uh, I don't know how we're gonna do that. We'll figure it out. Maybe this is where we start. We start. With 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 rapping sensations, Stu Styles here, and you thought you thought we weren't going to ask you about the the music, Stu. And oh, we I can want, we can I, dive into no, it. No, young man, young man, I want you to know, I listen, <laughs> I listen to your album a few times. I listen to even your past work, and uh, you you realize in your album, uh, Snack Pack, thirty three minutes, you talk about eating pussy nine times. <laughs> you, wrote, you wrote it down what it, i did i count it i count that it is, that is, and uh and i want to uh, what what do you mean by that what do you mean by eating pussy and snack pack this is our james uh, lift james <laughs> Lip- <laughs> i think um uh, i think like honestly when i'm writing songs and i'm like in a perspective like that's just one topic that just it's just I- like it, it comes up more than anything and i'm just like ah, i hate how i circle back and i'm just like but no it's, it's what, just, like great coupon mustard is to other rappers in the rap game yeah right? like right. like kendrick lamar he's he's I, rapping about that shit all the time av on yeah there you go i can top eight i i noticed this in a couple of your songs now i'm gonna preface this with uh i'm lame i don't listen to a lot of music so like i don't have like a background in listening to like hip-hop so I'm coming in this. I'm like, I'm coming in this bare bones. Let's like, let's get into the lyrics on it. Cause I like reading. I like, I, I like literature and I know it's just like an, ex- you know, music is like any form of expression. And one thing I noticed you would do, and I like this because it's, 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 it's good juxtaposition to me. Um, you would, uh, you, you know, you would have a course about, you know, you know, uh, getting laid you know, basic bare bones. We're, you know, we're getting pussy. And then you would juxtapose it with like, here's some shit that happened in my life. And like, I'm like, this is a roller coaster. One minute we're talking about what's one of the lyrics you put down, young man. We're going to, this is an intervention. <laughs> this intervention. Dude, I'm, I'm the oldest one I on know, this podcast. I know uh, you like hors d'oeuvres. I loved hors d'oeuvres. That was one we no, talked no. about. Uh, no. And that Part- chorus has Part- that. Part two network. Another show, another shot. Now you're naughty. Sipping my cum like Cardi, young man. <laughs> you would do that lyric, and then talking up, and then you would just shift gears into your next stanza. 
creating parallels between uh like chilling with the bros or finding like a loyal a loyal girlfriend or battling inner demons and you would draw them uh comparisons to ed ed and eddie curse the cowardly dog and Freddy <laughs> hey tom that actually awesome. uh reminds me i know we were planning on doing like a hot ones type thing where we all came and kind of added extra levels came? of like spice yeah. to Maybe. it yeah 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 um yeah uh check your door Stu. you should have a package um awaiting you <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go down the list while we ask even hotter questions we're gonna ask you even uh, hotter, hotter questions. Come, <laughs> i mean this is this is why i'm here bring them on man they're uh it's it's funny because oh you're asking me these questions about my lyrics and i'm like pulling up my lyrics right now like god damn yeah i did i did say that i did i did sipping come I, like like cardi I, that was that you're doing a that nancy grace me. thing yeah. <laughs> I'm, listen i have a pixie i'm a pixie cut white woman and i want you to know you're uh you're, you're causing these city streets to to fill with blood you're you're, you're, you're <laughs> i think it's come come was the word you're looking for yeah, you're, you're, yeah. this is you know i'm gonna turn to my buddy matt walsh and Matt Walsh There's goop on my shoes. There's goop on my shoes. There's goop in my hair. There's goop on these city streets. Someone needs to clean up all this goop. We need someone. I'm just slipping on cum every time I step outside the door. You know? every, I'm stuck to the streets like I'm Velcroed. What in the hell is going Stu Styles, quit making everybody come out there, okay? <laughs> You're making everyone bust, goddammit. I'm going to bust. <laughs> But that's oh go ahead go ahead. So that that song, Cartoon Network, I'm like we've been working on a music video for it for like a year now. Hell yeah! Like, I mean, this is I've probably made like three or four music videos, but this one is like one that we started working on before like the whole song was even done. Like we were working on it when just the chorus was done, and now my videographer that was doing all of it like moved like two hours away so like uh, we had to find time like on weekends and like it's just a whole mess but that song was like that song was like the song that almost started all of snack pack yeah i really like it and this is something i noticed with this album there's a few themes i kind of picked up on one of them being like like a sense of loss and nostalgia because like you have like references like you have like a song like cartoon network you have like uh you have like radio raheem and one of the ones that leapt out to me was like one room shack and i felt like i felt like it's about Mm -hmm. i felt like it's about like um you know uh growing up and then losing this and then and then and then growing older and just kind of reflecting on it i feel like that's I feel like that's something that really leapt out to me with what your album presented. Yeah. Am I onto uh, something there? Am I onto something or am I huffing too much of my farts on that? No, I I think you're like I think you're nailing it, actually. And uh One Room Shack is like One Room Shack is like low key. I think maybe my favorite writing on the album. Yeah. Like I, I think that's I I think that song is like my favorite song that I wrote. I was going to ask because I felt that was your, um, your most vulnerable one is what I felt like. Yeah. Yeah. That one was a little bit more raw. One of the things I noticed with it is that, you know, the put the city on my back line and that 
you know, some of the things I picked up with your music is like, you know, we talked about nostalgia, loss. There's like, I think a theme of like redemption. There's a theme. You love is very prevalent in uh through throughout your music. And it's I really liked it because you really tie in St. Louis to come along with it. Like the specifically saying putting the city on your back with that. And yeah, you so you want to know what's crazy? Yeah. You know, you know I don't even live in St. Louis. You're a fucking liar? What? No, what? no I I I have never claimed St. Louis. I'm a, we're going to find you. I'm I've never You're claimed St. Louis. Bro. I'm not a 314. Oh, he's not, county. I'm, he's a county. I'm sm- no, not even. I'm smack dab in the state of fucking Missouri. I'm in Jeff City, man. Oh, you I'm in the My capital. dad lives in Jeff yeah. City. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Really? Really? Yeah, he's, uh, he works for the school district. Uh, up there, no shit, Stu. You so I do. Fuck. You're isolated like us. Yeah. we live in Cape. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, like I come up to St. Louis all the time, though. Like I grew up in St. Louis. Like I played hockey okay. my whole life. Like I was living with like my uncle. Like I like I'm very familiar with St. Louis. Like St. Louis is like a second home to me. So I'm up there all the time okay. for baseball and doing shit. But yeah, I'm in Jeff City. I work for a marketing or like advertising specialties yeah, here yeah. in jeff city it's called midwest advertising so yeah like yeah. that's where i'm at and like so one room shack like i've been in jeff city a long time so like it was honestly like written about this city. like this no city shit. is kind of small you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah i mean it's, it's like it's a it's a small like 50 big city, 60 right? 000 yeah, yeah a small yeah. big city yeah, yeah for sure probably like the, everything yep it's probably like the fourth or fifth okay. biggest city yeah missouri okay so you're born and you grew up in jeff city then yep correct no correct. shit that's cool yep all right yeah all right so oh well hey it's the it's the it's the big thing this his songs are universal you know we can i can feel i can re- relate to one room shack but the thing i related to one room shack on it was i i live in cape uh, like my family lives in st louis family broke up all that and then I lived in, uh, I went to school in Puxico, which is this fucking podunk town. I know where some people is. Yeah. So I know it, where that's so, at. Yeah. Down near Popper Bluff. And so yep. like, I didn't have friends that live close in a way. I mean, my parents, my grandma worked, my mom was on disability. So I didn't have like working parents that weren't home, but I kind of like related to like being like a latchkey kid. I didn't have like the ability to, or, you know, the circumstance to go and hang out with friends until I could drive and like songs like one room shack cartoon network. I really, really related to those. And like, you know, this is, you know, this little space I have in terms of, you know, you know, being, being alone, like with myself and having this form of entertainment or having this like escape path or like out or creative outlet was really, really good. Like the first, like the first five songs that you have on the album are like very, very tender, very soft. And then like the last three or four, you kind of get a little bit darker with them, I think, tonally. Am I onto something with that? Yeah. yeah, no, I think uh I think the last now I have to look at the track list. Definitely the Back then, back then also leapt out too. That song that song so funny. There were supposed to be twelve songs on the album instead of eleven. Mm-hmm. And when I submitted the album to the people that distribute it, uh, like 
this one song called graduate that didn't make the album like they messaged me back and they were just like um you might need to reach out to the person that made this beat because our system is catching that someone else has used this beat and there's a song with it already which is fucked up because i paid this guy for this fucking beat and sure enough they sent me the song that used the beat and it was the same beat and i was like fuck this guy so (laughs) back so back then i had that beat saved and i never used it and i hit up the guy where i make music at his place Mm -hmm. and i was just like dude I was like, we're going to be down a fucking song. So I need 11 songs on this. Like we have to make a song. And that song came together and literally probably like a matter of hours. And it was the final song on it. And it was like last second as fuck. Mm-hmm. And we just, we just rolled with it, but it's also one of my favorite. I think those last three, like four tracks, maybe like red top motor back then nautical, like, those songs, yeah, like they're it's a different vibe. They like they're a they heavier. hard. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. they're harder. They're like more rap, like just like hard rap eccentric and uh I think you use guitars in a couple of those too. I think that's what I like noticed with them. Is like- yeah, so the guy that actually the guy where I record at, he used to be in a band that was like really big. And yeah. he he plays guitar and he actually like leg guitar himself over a lot of these songs like these beats didn't even have guitar in them he just like laid guitar in them and i was like whoa you are killing this like you are making me look amazing right now so please do whatever you want to do hell yeah dude <laughs> i notice also yeah. um i get you know i hate to I hate to give credit to apple music it pulled up like your older like discography too and i went through some of that yeah as well. wow some yeah. of that some of that sucks yeah the last don't two, go too, don't, don't go too far back <laughs> your last two albums you changed how you sing you yes your stuff talking to myself yep. talking to myself in this one are like my two favorite everything yep. else i'm like please don't listen to it well unfortunately i did and i took notes no but <clears throat> you seemed uh i have to own it now nah dude it's uh you know it's 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 the other thing I was going to tie in like with all your albums is like another theme I think you have is growth. Like I saw, fuck, I had a note on one of a, one of them on snack pack, but like one of your songs is literally, I, I, I attributed to being about like maturity and like listening to like your old stuff. It was kind of the, some of the same stuff you sing about now, but a little bit more angry is what I thought. You also sung differently than two um yeah i've I've started to sing a little bit i've like kind of coached myself into trying to hit melodies and not Mm -hmm. just like i mean my voice is very deep and stuff so like i'm really into this like high key pitch singing and i can like get really high like i can change my voice in many different ways now it's kind of crazy one of the things i noticed with the older stuff is like you still carry some of this now, but it's something that really left out us because we totally support it. Is that you fucking hate cops? Am I? <laughs> hate them. Fucking. I've had nails. bad. <laughs> I've had bad experiences, uh, like multiple bad experiences, 
And yeah, I, which is funny because the advertising specialty business I work for does so much shit for like JCPD oh, and like all this shit. Oh, so all yeah. these all these fucks come into our office and I'm like, dude, I do not fuck with you guys. And you guys do not fuck with me, so let's just keep it at that. <laughs> we uh well I'm gonna guess going off like uh going off your music, you've had run ins with them then. Yeah, they're I mean how how personal are we willing to get on this? Can we We're, like we can get as fucking just... raw as you want, man. We can get as raw yeah, as you like want. it doesn't matter. Yeah, get so, as raw as you want. I mean, growing up, uh like after high school, like college, I went to Kansas City, played football for like a few weeks, came back home, uh just like all my buddies up at Mizzou, like you know, I had a few friends that were just selling so much weed and like, I mean, just unreal amounts of fucking weed, dude. Pounds and pounds every week. And, you know, you get caught up in it and you start doing it. Mm-hmm. And just two really bad experiences doing this, which is so funny to see how far weed has come along. Like, no one even gives right. the fuck anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah. I got fucked over for like three years because of this shit. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, yeah. So just like one of the, it's, we got like me and like a bunch of like my plug, like there was like a whole indictment, uh, like three or four years into this, like, Oh dude, they have like, they had like cop cars like just like pulled up out of nowhere like surrounding the houses like multiple houses like breaking in taking all sorts of shit and yeah so like i had like this felony case that my mom works for like one of the best lawyers ever so like thankfully nothing really happened and jungle yeah. law is, is jungle, jungle law. law jungle law <laughs> are you so, there god uh, it's me jungle jungle law <laughs> so like uh i actually it's funny because like the big like my plug got like busted the same day i did but i was driving and like they like knew where i was and I had like a bunch of shit in my car, and like they pulled oh, me over, and they were just like, they were like, uh, you uh, you rolled through a stop sign back here, so uh, I was just like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah. came to a complete stop. I saw you guys. That's why I did that, and like I kept going, and they were just like, eh. you know, I'm doing the shit. I barely have my window rolled down. I give them my shit that I need to. I'm like, you know. I rolled through a stop sign. Like, if you want to go give me a ticket, give me a ticket. Like, I'm not doing anything. They're like, we need you to step out of the car. I'm like, no, I'm not stepping out of the car. I'm recording the whole thing, too, like, in their face. Like, all right, yeah, yeah, I'm recording you. So, uh, like, I got rights. I didn't do anything. You said I rolled through a stop sign. I didn't fucking kill anybody. Just go go give me your ticket and let me fucking go. And as soon as all that's happening... 10 cops just behind me, like surrounding my car. They got like their fucking batons. They're like, if you don't get out, we're going to bust your windows, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm not getting out. Like, I'm staying in here. Bust my fucking windows. I'm staying the fuck in here. So 
I previously was arrested like two years earlier in that on a petty weed charge too. Yeah. One of the cops, the cop that arrested me that time was one of the backup cops that came to the scene when they pulled me over for like the felony case that I got fucked over for, for like three years. And this motherfucker was just like, he was feeding these like young kids that were cops. Like, no, I know this motherfucker, like blah, 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 blah. So I'm recording this whole thing. These motherfuckers do break my shit and like pull me out and I'm recording it and everything fucking and somehow got my phone into my pocket and it kept recording. So when they put me in the cop car and like were transporting me, my phone was still recording and I was talking so much shit to this cop (laughs) (laughs) on the way to, on the way to the, like when they were booking me in, I would just like, dude, I was like, do you know who the fuck my lawyer is? Like, do you know I recorded all this? Do you know what you just did is illegal as fuck and I'm going to get away with all of this shit? And he's just like stuttering like Porky the Pig. Like, yeah, like getting all scared. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you, dude. You're a piece of shit, dude. You're literally funny. Not trying to make a job. Seriously. Like, I mean, so yeah, have drug charges (laughs) (laughs) and he knew he was like, I got this, I got this motherfucker once. And like the first time I got busted, I was like fucking 16 years old and I had like literally a gram or less like in my pocket and they were just like, oh, 16 year old kid with like a fucking little nugget of weed in his pocket. Let's just fucking take him to jail. And yeah, like, oh, dude, terrible. Yeah. Jeff City is like fucking worse but come to anyway, Colorado, that, man the cops are a little bit more chill about it well until, that, uh, they usually well, are until uh one of them beat the shit out of a guy in front of a roads for stealing a cookie yeah so that guy yeah. officer officer willis is your name go fuck yourself okay i hope hey someone no, fuck stole you me. officer willis <laughs> officer, <laughs> officer willis you're not getting any pussy eat shit i hope someone steals your cop car so because yeah. that's it i, I mean what who like wakes up one morning and is just like, I want to be a cop. I mean, I do uh, because uh, I umpired high school baseball games. So <laughs> I umpired yeah, high school yeah, baseball did. games too. You do? <laughs> Hell yeah! I did. I, I don't. I don't anymore. I did. I uh, did. Yeah. Well, that's the only blue I'm willing to back. But yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Who wakes up and is like, I want to be a hall monitor? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's literally the equivalent. Yeah. Like, I just want to, like, I got I got made fun of in school and, like, kids picked on me, so now I'm going to get back at them. I know who yeah. picked on me, and I'm going to fuck their gonna, world up. Yeah, I'm not going to go and do anything about the, like, uh, fucking uh, uh, the rapes and sexual assaults and murders that go unsolved. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go harass some fucking kid who, yeah, uh, someone who, I caught, I... who I caught getting high doing the same thing I probably fucking did when I was younger. Bro. I guarantee you when, like, they arrested me for my felony. So when they, like, the second time they got me, I had, like, I probably had, like, a half pound, I want to say, in my car. So they, uh, guarantee you, they kept it and they smoked it. Smoked it, it It was some good shit. Like, I know nothing ever came of it. Another thing, after they booked me, they like kept my phone. So I never got that phone back until like three years later when the whole case got dropped. They eventually just dropped it. They were just like, 
nope because they knew i recorded it and like my yep. lawyer had made that he was like i want the phone back because like we have the whole video on the phone like freedom of information bitches yep get the phone back after everything they dropped it uh i stopped smoking for like a year and a half because my lawyer was like you know we're, we're we might get this dropped but you might be on like they're gonna be gone for you. yeah yeah, some or some sort of supervised probation or something stupid. And I was like, okay, well, that's I'll do it. Um, get my phone back after that. Like, I remember being in the courtroom that day when everything was going on. My lawyer is like talking to like the prosecutors behind closed doors. And I'm like, this is really weird. And then he just comes out and he like whispers to me and he's like, unsupervised probation, everything dropped. And I was like, whoa, that's nuts. Get my phone back. Right. Phone doesn't even work. Doesn't even turn on. It's like it, like they demagnetized it or something. Like yeah. just all gone. Never got the video water, back. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, these motherfuckers. That's like, probably uh, probably their one ask on it. Like, okay, he gets unsupervised, but we gotta something's gotta happen to this phone. And they probably also cops lie all the time. They have a term for it. It's called test line. These motherfuckers that's, are like. Maybe not all the time, but enough we have a term for it and we have to like write stories about it. Like, <laughs> scumbags. There's scumbags through and through. So um okay, so like that's you 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 write you rap about that. Yeah, and, like, yeah, for sure. Like that's Yeah, that's that's like an experience that like I'll never forget. And like just how long it took, like the whole, you know, multiple like going to court and like just getting it continued and like bro this shit went on for like ever and it like wasn't even a big deal and i'm like i didn't even do anything like i didn't roll through a stop sign and like that's how this whole thing happened like are you fucking especially i'm sure like you knew you had shit in the car so you're like 10 10 and fucking two like we are driving like a. I was driving really perfect and i had like a like i like made like a spot in my car like i like it was like a good secret hiding place like it was like you had to really find it they searched okay. my car like they searched my car like two times and didn't find anything mm-hmm. and then that's when that motherfucker that busted me like the first time with like a fucking gram was like no this guy i know this guy here. <laughs> and like once they, a shit they, bird always a shit bird yeah <laughs> they tore it all up at that point and like they finally eventually found it after like fucking 45 minutes to an hour oh, and i was just it's sitting in the back of this cop car watching them tear my car up i'm like damn they really they knew you because like you could have done the trailer park boys thing where you're like you know uh joe joe down at the <laughs> um yeah or uh or no, not Joe. Uh, Rick. You know Rick. Uh, yeah. Well, Rick actually, he. I'm going to pick up his daughter. Actually, that's why. I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm going to like some bullshit thing, and it always works. You know, but yeah, they they were pegged. They, they knew, and it was like a whole indictment thing. Like they got me, and they got like all my buddies that were involved. It was like not not fun. Uh, yeah. There there like, there was like a rat in the situation, and we found out who the rat was, and like, yeah, fuck. Fuck the rats. Yeah. Fuck the rats and fuck, fuck, the, fuck cops. the rats. Yep, yep. That rat is... Uh, where's that rat at now? Is he... Uh, how deep underground uh, is he? <laughs> he... Uh, so, like... So, like, what's crazy about him is, like, he got in a lot of trouble while he was, like, part of our shit. Like, he started doing, like, some hardcore shit. Like, he started doing some hardcore drugs and just, like, threw Damn. his life away. And I don't even know haven't seen him or talked to him don't know but 
yeah, he was he was bad. So like that's how I know it like all clicked when I found all the shit out because it was in like the report. Like I mean, I saw all of it. I was like, yep, that makes sense. I mean, I could yeah, tell man. he was you know lost like forty pounds. Like was doing. I mean, he was he was fucked up. Josh, you've lost a lot of weight. Are you tattling on us? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm getting here. Um, well, you know, it is funny because the only time I've ever been on morphine was when I was losing 40 pounds. So, um, kind of similar, that's, a little bit. Yeah, is, that's uh, literally one of the things he was on. He was like addicted oh. to morphine. Oh, Josh! Dude, huh? yeah. Hey, I got that pick line, baby. Look Ryan, uh, Ryan, do you think Ryan? Quick aside here, buddy, Ryan. You think Josh was bullshitting us when he was talking about his gut? You know, was he was he tackling? <laughs> he seemed on pretty us? cagey in the hospital. <laughs> he did. He seemed a little. He seemed oh, pretty yeah. cagey, dude. And he he brought his mom into it. Who brings their fucking mom into this? If that even was his mom, could have been. She could have. <laughs> yeah, could have been a cop. Could have been a cop. I've never met the real Sue Thompson. You know, she is. Um, yeah, Ryan. I think. Yep. Uh, I think we got tattled on, man. I think we're gonna have to like be. Uh, okay, I know a guy. Okay, we got to make Josh disappear somehow. Okay, I got a friend in Jersey, man. <laughs> you got, got a friend. A friend in- Ooh. Okay, let's Tony, bring Stu- Tony let's bring- Soprano. Let's bring Stu in this. Uh- Josh, you can't hear anything. There's always there's money in right? trash. Nice <laughs> <laughs> management. It's a legitimate business. <laughs> I need that fucking W two. I need that W two. <laughs> so okay, it's I I like it. Uh, I, I, you know, I, it's a, you know, it's a good, you did good, Stu. And Thank to you. tie, to tie this into the other thing you do, um, I read Reese's interview with you, uh, about scorekeeping. And that some- guy is super cool, by the way. We should just give him a shout out because I'm sure he'll listen to this. Shout Reese, you're Reese, the fucking man. Reese, you're good, man. You're also, I want to ask Stu, how did you get such perfect handwriting? Yes, that's the that big can... thing and that's why we want to interview interview you on. Yeah, I that I, fucking penmanship, I dude. I don't have an answer for that. I, I feel like I've always had good handwriting. Like as a kid in school, like it's something that like teachers always complimented me on and stuff, but I will yeah, tell very you very nice penmanship, Stuart. Very nice penmanship. I mean, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I was she like... slides she slides him her phone number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm like in right, third grade right, there's right, a, yeah, yeah. here you go here's what here's the number you need to call back when like fucking landlines existed right soon double b yeah very confusing very confusing she writes soon under it and underlines <laughs> no so you've always yeah, had good so, penmanship yeah uh yeah, I I definitely think so. And then honestly, so like these pens that I use to score games are like, I feel like they make my handwriting better too, which they probably don't, but I just feel like they do. Gel pens, like calligraphy. You know, look pens. good, oh. good. You know, yeah, no, yeah, Deion Sanders there, baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which was a great motto. I use that in all the sports <laughs> growing up. Look good, play good. I'm yeah. out here. I'm this. I'm the swaggiest guy on the field. Seventeen wristbands down your arm. Visor yeah. <laughs> on the football field, like you know, just a stupid ass. But uh, yeah, I use uh, those calligraphy pens, and they are fucking great. Uh, yeah. I think they're called like pig micron pens or something. But mm-hmm. they are they literally enhance your writing. I feel like. Maybe they don't, but I use that as 
as an excuse. Do so, you, do you complete this for every game? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'd say no shit. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've always kept score to games, like even growing up, like younger. Not like every game when I was younger, but it's always something that I did. And then when I came back to Jeff City after being in Kansas City for a few months, like everything just like took off. Like I was just like, well, might as well do this. So that was probably like, that was probably like 2013 ish range. But then like, I fully started to like score a lot of games like the year after that, probably like 2014. Nice. So I have a bunch of books just like archived here. Like I've, I mean, they're sitting like in front of me in this cabinet right now. I think I have like two or three up in my room, but I mean, I, mean, I got probably the last like six seasons down here right now. Like completely full, perfect books. Yeah. I, I would say I probably have like five perfect Get the fuck out of here. Books. And yeah. most of them are, like, recent. I would say, like, so last year, because I get really, like, weird. Like, I'll go to a lot of Cardinal games. You know, I'll probably go to, like, 10 to 15-ish. I mean, more so the past few years, probably a little less than 10. But anytime I go to a game, I'll, like, because I, like, write the stats in the scorebook and everything. So it gets really, like, detailed. If I'm going to a game, I will, like, once the lineups come out and everything, I'll, like, go to my notes in my phone and, like, I'll write the lineups down with the stats. And then when I get <laughs> home from the game, I'll, like, literally enter it into the book. I'm oh. like, yep, I got it. Wait, so once you get home, do you just rewatch the game so that way you can score, you know, your counts, your fielder's choices, line drive, so, where do they go here? Yeah, so uh, if I do that, I don't really keep track of like counts per at bat. Like I'll uh I'll keep track of like pitch counts. So like after every inning, I always write uh like how many pitches were thrown. Like I always write that on like my inning ended line, like Miles Michaelis threw twelve pitches. So like I'll write the line and then I'll write like the number twelve. Like he threw twelve pitches that inning. That's like how I keep track of that. But if I go to the game, I'll do this I'll just go to like the game cast of it because like I was there, I watched it. So like I'll just go to the play by play and fill it in. Like I don't, I don't need to rewatch it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've yeah. done that, but you know, I was there, I saw it. Just I'll go to the play by play, fill it in, and like I count the pitches and that thing too. So yeah, you know, pretty. You... Uh, oh, good. Pretty OCD, but I think we all yeah. kind of have fun of that in a way. So. <laughs> All right, well, I've got a question for you. Um, All right. So when you're at a game and you're taking, uh, you know, obviously keeping track of the scorebook, uh, do you have a specific section you like to sit in for, like, best viewership? <laughs> like, what's your uh, secret? Because we're partial to the Budweiser commune. Um, the, yes, commune. The, the terrorist um, commune. <laughs> the terrorist, yeah. That's, no, where so we like, build, that's where we build communism, is we're going to build so like, a fucking terrorist. <laughs> so that's the thing like if i'm going to a game like i don't i don't keep because like the scorebook is so fucking big and i get so like i use like highlighters and like different colored pens and like all sorts of shit so like i don't keep score at the game uh my favorite place to like when i'm at bush and watching the games though like i love 
fucking sitting in the right field bleachers, like right by the Cardinals bullpen. So, I, yeah, they're nice. cheap too. I, I love yeah. cheap. And then you got a good view and you can catch a fucking homer and like you can see right into the pen. Like you've been going to a lot of games into the bleachers. Uh, tell me this, Stu, because uh, we're doing a project this year. Um, can you what how, what hall have you uh, what all have you snuck in to uh, to the bleachers? Can you sneak in like like a sandwich, a pizza, maybe a keg of beer, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that's all doable. I feel like uh, I feel like they let you bring in like a like smaller coolers, like if you have sandwiches or something. I Ryan, could be wrong. Ryan, I feel what, like there's like. Aren't, isn't there like a dimension thing, like on bags you can bring in or something? I don't know. On, you, on the cooler there is. <laughs> on the open food, you can take in whatever you want. I brought in a sub that was like four feet long last year. What kind of sub? From Paschetti's. It's in salad. <laughs> it's in a city near St. Louis. <laughs> That is so funny. Did yeah, you don't like get, don't give the game away there? <laughs> did you like pass it out like through the section? Like, did you give it to yeah, anybody? everyone? Takes a no, bite. I probably should. I could have. My dad and I just... we were we were a bunch oh. of beers in, so we had to. Uh, we had to. That's fair. Them. That's that's literally understandable. That's yeah. hilarious. What's the goal this year, Ryan? You're gonna try and get a whole. Pizza, I think that right? opening day, I'm gonna take in a whole pizza. That's my plan. Where? <laughs> Are you bringing in an Emos pizza? I was thinking of Emos. There's another uh, St. Louis place I like um, called Mama Mel's. So I might take that in or Montebello's. I'm not having where decided is, yet. Where is uh, <laughs> where is Mama Bell's? Is that in the hill? No, no, no. This is in South County. Oh, South yeah. County. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds awesome. I need it. I love pizza. So if you're giving it a cosign, I'm going to have to. Oh, man. The best, if you want St. Louis style, Liliana's in South County. There's a great, great St. Louis style. I've actually, I've actually heard that. Yeah. So that might be the first one I hit up. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I, there's, there's my new favorite. I've just recently started going there a bunch, but not that I live in that city. I I live in Baltimore, remember? (laughs) Yeah. He, he, I, it's already like <laughs> shout that's out hilarious. Ryan, Ryan like lobster rolls. Yep, Ryan's last Dude, name is very Polish. Said, he lives off Locust Point with all the other uh, stevedores and all. Whoever the other just said, there. whoever just said chowders sounded uh, just like that Simpsons episode. Where, <laughs> just say chowder the way he says it. Chowder. Oh shit. So you have so perfect all, books. Oh, go ahead. Let it rip. Who's all going to opening day here? I can't. Uh, I have to work. Yeah, I, so. I, uh, I can't either. I was initially slated to, but uh, I, uh, I I have to work as well. But uh, Ryan, a good comrade. Yeah. He'll be I am. Do you, guys watch, do you guys watch South Park at all? Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> we were watching it last. Uh, night. Yeah, we were okay. So you you saw the new you saw Dick and Balls, right? I have not seen the newest episode. We not were just going newest, back yeah. and watching old shit. So I've oh, seen the first God. episode of this new season. I think. Um, okay, well, if, when you get to the one that just came out, it's called Dick and Balls. This is so funny because this reminds me of Opening Day. Uh Cartman is like, I mean, this is just a knock on like the work world, like how we operate now uh just nobody like 
they make fun of like all the days of the week. Like Monday is like bare minimum Monday. Tuesday is like take it easy Tuesday. Wednesday is okay. like wet's wet's not work too hard Wednesday. Thursday <laughs> is like no thinky Thursday. Like it's just fucking <laughs> stupid shit. But like Cartman and like everybody is always taking like mental health days and he's just like yeah it's my mental health day like young people can just say that to their employers and they can't do anything because it's their mental health day so like blah 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 so like thursday i'm taking my mental health day and i'm not going to work they can they can just fuck off yeah they can lick my balls they can lick my balls it's, it's my mental health day, you know. It's my mental health day. I'm going to go watch the cards uh, dip their uh, tea bags on the Blue Jays. Yeah. It's so funny because he's like working in an ice cream store with but- it's a Butters and Cartman episode, which, by the way, Butters and the Cartman. Best combo. Best combo. Yeah. They're the, they're literally the best. So, like, did that Butters robot just fart? Uh, fart sequence <laughs> initiated. Oh my God. It smells. Smell sequence initiated. That is that where he's like uh the robot, the Osimo, what is it? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. He just like comes up with all those Adam Sandler movie ideas. He just like idea the coon. The coon is a the coon. The coon. The coon. Yeah, this this last one is like super great because butter's like Literally, just working his ass off at this ice cream parlor, and like, he's just like, you know, I'm getting a paycheck every week, and Carbon's like, I want one. And he just like shows up. And he's like, oh, my mom said I can work here, so I'm ready for my job. And like, 13 minutes in, he's just like taking a break, and then he just leaves and goes home. And he's like, Yeah, I'm working from home. It's my mental health. <laughs> and like, brothers is like, What do you mean you're working from home? You work at an ice cream store. What's the? Oh God! In solidarity of open opening day, we watched the Losing Edge the other day, and just lost. That's my favorite South Park episode. Is the Little League one where any Randy episode is my favorite because he's my spirit animal deep inside. He's but... the he is the best character probably oh, to me. Oh no, this is Randy. America. This is America. This is every America. every Cards and Rockies uh like. I'm always like, here we go, Denver. Here, here we, we go. go. <laughs> oh, we're going to a card rocking camp. Uh, you're yeah. about to be bat dadded. <laughs> so funny because like all the kids are just like they don't even want to play baseball like anymore. <laughs> like they're like, if any of your parents get in a fight, you have to like continue playing and like disqualifying. You get the best line from Randy with the I didn't hear no bell hey. after he gets back <laughs> with his shirt off and his face yeah. like beat and shit. He's screaming, I'm the best, I'm the best. No, yeah, man. Randy is like a trip, bro. He's the best. Yeah. He's got he's got that integrity. He's got yeah. yeah, he's got some ghost house energy to him. He's like, oh, oh it's just ectoplasmos, but a spooky ghost came in here. Who's a ghost? A ghost. Uh, a spooky ghost. Speaking of Randy episodes, there's uh in this new season. New season is great, by the way. It's like one of my favorites so far. There's a uh Japanese toilet episode that's like a Randy episode, and it's the greatest thing oh. ever. I Hell yeah. I'm gonna dive into it. So I mean he's Japanese probably... toilets. Yeah, he's he was like some plants that are a lot of curics right he there. Was, uh, yes, that's that's a bono. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a Bahu. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, hello. <laughs> Another great Randy episode is when he's, uh, goddamn, who is the musician? Why am I? Lord. I Lord, am Lord. I am, I am Lord, 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 Lord. <laughs> Stan, what I really am is a 20-year-old Australian who's, or a musician from New Zealand. I am Lord. <laughs> We were trying to decide yesterday, like which character on South Park everyone on the pod would be, and Nick and Tom are like a perfect encapsulation of just Cartman. And I think I'm Kyle, (laughs) but I don't know who Ryan is. Mr. Garrison. (laughs) Uh, I think Ryan might be like Cartman's mom. (laughs) Yeah, Ryan's a dirty slut. Um, you gonna Ryan... buy me dinner before you fuck me? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Ryan is uh, the perfect uh, throwaway character, which is uh, Nelson, Randy's coworker. Is what yes. he is. Yes, <laughs> Ryan is. That Nelson. is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> or he's PC principal. Maybe it's that. Oh, dude! Oh, of microaggression, bro. <laughs> that first season that they brought PC principal in was also a really good season. That was. <laughs> I've been I've been trying to like reanalyze like South Park like uh now 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 with my current political ideology because like they're incredibly libertarian but they've also shown I got to give them some credit here they've shown quite a little a lot of growth in like recent memory at least in terms of yeah I think we uh, I think we had the wrong take on climate change but we were totally right about Al Gore okay he is very fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> man, man bear pig man bear yeah. pig super it's, cereal I'm cereal <laughs> you yeah. guys I'm super cereal oh god I mean what a you know it's been a good time we hate cops um oh wait, hey, uh, hey, wait. hold on hold on hold on can I take a bathroom break yeah go take a leak oh yeah we're gonna like gossip. can you can you edit this like this oh, isn't yeah. we'll see we'll, we'll, we're gonna we're gonna gossip like little hens is what we're gonna do oh uh, yeah keep yeah. gossiping go ahead talk shit on because my my earbuds won't be in just go go take a talk t- about t- how big of a pussy i am no no you you, you go drain that vein okay you go you go walk. Uh, yeah drain drain the main vein here go, we go go I'll water the plants time me <laughs> you think he thinks we're I- cool guys I think he's probably depending on how quick he goes. I'm gonna I'm judging his prostate health as we speak. Okay, he's got the pants down now, and I'm telling you, he takes the pants all the way down to the ankles. Okay, my god, it's like a hose. It's like we can hear it. Like a Birmingham race riot with 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 the urine and the hose. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't want to bleep anything, but uh... oh come on, that's (laughs) fine. It's fine. We keep censoring Josh for all. Ryan, yeah, you... You no, no, no. Ask Ryan. Me. Ryan has the most to lose here. Ryan. <laughs> you know, it wasn't what he said. It was it was how he said it. It's how he you said know? it because he it supported was... it. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was you Man. said you said it a little too gleefully, Josh. You said it. I was doing my like Jewish mother voice, but I'm like fifty percent. Uh, oh, wrong? so you're impersonating a Jewish person? Let me ask yeah. you, Josh, are you oh. Jewish? I'm a big fan of Jonah Hills. Well, that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not very kosher. Yeah. 
dude that's what i'm gonna do like when we're talking about like time machines we're gonna go back in time we're gonna make hitler watch 21 jump street that's what we're gonna do <laughs> i ain't gonna do that shit anymore is what we're gonna do <laughs> all right Stu is back ladies and gentlemen we did not say anything controversial good God. prostate health Gosh. that was pretty quick good job yeah <laughs> yeah dude. That, we, that was good. that's a that's important we envy yeah. you, man. We envy you. Josh and I shit like twenty times a day. So. Oh, well, that dude. Has nothing to do with the prostate. So yeah. Oh, well. Uh, well, we smoke a lot of meat. So Ryan, how often <laughs> do you poop? Smoked meat. Oh, you. two or three times a day. Yeah, that's One healthy. Time I need to watch. Yeah, pretty good brown. Pretty good brown. You're, you're cleaning it yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. dude. Keep, fiber, keeping the colon clean. Um, I've got to say, after my gut exploded, they put me on Metamucil, and that shit does some uh, awesome shit. So, uh, how long were awesome you shit. <laughs> how, long, dude, how long were you hospitalized? Two weeks. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I, well, I was at one hospital in Alton, and I would switch to another one in St. Louis. They put him so. at Best Eddie's in Bonaire, and then, yeah, then they. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what happened? Um, so I have this, I had this thing called diverticulitis happen. Um, which I don't fully understand what it is other than old people get it. And uh, I'm 26, so that's fun. Um, and then I had a perforation, which means there was a cut in my actual, like, fucking colon. And then there was an abscess, so it was all infected and shit. So, yeah, your boy would have died, like, if this happened, like, 50 years ago, probably. <laughs> like, Holy fuck. Yeah. It- that you sounds crazy. Out of the blue, yeah. I went up to St. Louis to, uh, you know, maybe get some pussy, and then I left with. <laughs> he thought uh, he just said blue balls. Crippling medical debt. Stu, Stu, you want to know how Josh knew he was on the verge of being septic? He wasn't like feeling bad. It's it's dick and balls were hurting. That's how I'm he. Not knew. kidding. <laughs> the pain went from my gut just straight to my balls. It's like that. Imagine your your testes are in that eternal state of you just got kicked in the balls and they're kind of numb, but they're like the most sensitive they've ever been before your brain kicks in. And like tender, tender little you. plums. God yeah. damn. It was that, that like... for a solid day before I went to the actual ER and was like, what is wrong with me? Um, hearing, hearing that like makes me yeah. And you didn't hey, even man. get to empty them, man. You didn't even get to empty them. So. Uh, I didn't, you... but you know, we're a very pro uh, shrivel podcast. Um, you know, <laughs> we, uh... Wait. Josh, can we can we make fun of what the chick you went to see what she did when you were in the hospital? Can we make fun of that or do I need to cut that? You I mean, we can make fun of the concept of it. Obviously, I don't need to reveal names because Oh yeah, yeah. Dox, this woman, okay. She was, so I don't hate her. So no, Carrie? Okay, so <laughs> Yeah, so, Carrie. So Brenda, uh, who doesn't let me doesn't let Josh see his kids. My my boss's name is Brenda. Don't do that. Uh, okay. So Susan, also known as Sue. That, uh, that's my mom's name. Stop doing that. So so Tim, so Tim. Okay, we'll go with Tim. My dad's name. So Josh is in the hospital and uh, he sends me a text like, oh, by the way, uh, such and such told uh, uh, basically uh, broke up with me. And I'm like, get the fuck out. What? (laughs) While you were in the hospital, dude, he's on he's on a fucking not even liquid diet. Right, Josh? They're just shooting you up with antibiotics. You're like, can I please have some water? uh, What they call. I was what they call NPO, so I couldn't drink or eat anything. So I was just getting IV fluids for, like, not making my kidneys explode as well. Um, hydration. Yeah. 
Holy so yeah. Hell. And um, she sent him a dear John text. Oh, that is yeah. so heartless. Could she not have <laughs> waited? Exactly. Here's the thing. <laughs> She's like, you <laughs> might die, and I want I... you to know before you die that I did not want to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> I give her credit. I would rather have known rather than her fake her way through my hospitalization before she did that. What would have been funny, however, is if my parents picked up my car, which is when she thought I got discharged. But that was actually like eight days before I got discharged. It would have been very funny if I was still in the hospital and she thought I was out because my car was picked up from by her apartment. And then she broke up with me thinking that that would have been very funny. Um, but yeah, I would have rather I would have rather known when she told me. So you know, and it was great. I just got a morphine shot, so I was like, Holy "Oh, so you shit. were in the perfect mindset." Yeah, yeah, I was just like, whatever. Um, At any breakup, I should be followed with morphine. It was okay. I was like, "I'm a fucking loser." I'm a fucking in idiot. front of my parents while my mom is just <sighs> on these apples she got from the hotel. Just hopefully, <sighs> hopefully they were honey crisp. Praying for Dude, you, honey crisp for the win. Praying for you, claiming that yeah. claiming that you survived this horrible ordeal ordeal through yeah. the power of Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was that, sounds, that was fun. That does not sound fun. Yeah, I was also at a Catholic hospital, so nuns kept coming by, and I was like, "Should I torment these women, or should I just let it? Like, like how much how much bad karma am I getting by tormenting these hey, women of the cloth?" Like, speaking of nuns, I went to like Catholic school. Like my sixth grade all the way through high school, and okay, we had, same we, K through twelve, yeah. baby. Yeah, so I mean, luckily I had public school until like sixth grade, which I wish I would have stayed in. But that's why you rap now. Exactly, I, I, I think so. I got like both sides, you know. America's so, first Catholic rapper. Yep, yep. So there was a like. There was a like sister or a nun, whatever, that was like a teacher when I was in like sixth or seventh grade. And she just like, bro, she, this lady was crazy, man. Like, she would just like talk about abortions and she was like, and they use, uh, they use coat hangers to like go in there and do that. And I'm just like, what are we talking about? Why are you saying this to us? We are 12 years old. Yep. This is just the, scarring us. Yeah. I had a, uh, like, like principal. Yeah, which is like, that's what you guys fucking want. You keep making safe ways about. You, you want to get rid of the safe ways. The fuck are you talking about, <laughs> Sister Mary Catherine? Like, when, anyways, uh, but like. That might have been her principal. name. It might have been. Yeah. That's uh, I don't even remember, but it sounds. Some, oh, that was her name. I, I fucked her last week. That was definitely uh, her yeah, name. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, my principal in high school was a Franciscan <laughs> monk, so he legit wore like a fucking robe to uh like that was his outfit at school. Like and a his name was Brother David, and he was Brother just, just, David. He was a sh- short little fat like Italian guy. He looked like Danny DeVito, like but like a hundred and twenty percent of the size. Like <laughs> he was so scaled, he was wearing he was, he was wearing like the white. The white Tony Soprano robe, too. No, no, it was like a black robe with a hood. Uh, yeah, of course so, it was. Yeah, very ominous. Um, Look, so he, I haven't even. He was fun. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't been involved in like the Catholicism since fucking Dang. 2012. Overrated. 
We're getting back yeah. into it on this podcast. Yeah, we're Tradcast. Yeah. You know what? I bet that coincided with Stu. I bet you got really um after uh Coney twenty twelve, that video, uh deep cut for the internet. Yeah. I, I bet you saw that that horror going on in that one non named African country or wherever, and I thought, you know, if God's gonna allow this, I just don't think <laughs> I can be a part of this anymore. Coney twenty twelve. Yeah. Yeah, that's when I was out. I like yeah. this shit. Overrated. <laughs> Krispy Kreme came out that year too. That was your real inspiration. Krispy Kreme. Twenty twelve. <laughs> Man, I might have to watch those videos tonight after this. That that dude, he like legend, man. Him. What he was his Jimmy Butler fan? <laughs> what was his What was his little sidekick? Moneymaker Mike. Yeah. Yes, dude. <laughs> yes, dude. Man. That song that he made about uh how they took Mike, bro. What was that? Oh. Song, man? Dude, that <laughs> I only was... remember the uh I am the baddest, the baddest of, of them, them all. all. If you ain't about was... money, then I don't mess with y'all. I thought his name was Froggy. <laughs> I don't think I don't no, I get girls because uh... I ain't very tall. I if thought he was Froggy Fresh is what his name she calls. Mm. I thought he was called Froggy Fresh. Froggy Fresh is like the new uh like his new Krispy name. Kreme. Krispy Kreme. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Froggy because Fresh. Krispy Kreme Donuts tried to sue him, so he changed his name to Froggy Fresh. <laughs> he went on like fucking Tosh too. That guy's a genius. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was. There was like a uh, there was a song that he made about like Mike. Like they made a music video about Mike getting like kidnapped, and it's yeah. like the it's like the greatest one that he ever made that didn't watch get. That oh yeah, it didn't get. Sorry, excuse me. It didn't get the credibility, but I don't I don't know why I'm perfect. sharing this, but like. As soon as you mentioned like like uh, uh, DJ Mike, I all of a sudden remember like oh baddest of them all song. I'm like why do I remember that? And I remember like in college this chick I was hogging loved those motherfuckers, and I remember she would yeah. play that. She was like, hey, before we have sex, would you like to watch this funny song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. I think it's cool. I'm the baddest of them all. No, you don't. You no, you're not. You're definitely not. You're heavy. You're the heaviest of them all. That's all you are. <laughs> She's dead. That's She's dead. Good. She's dead. That's all that matters. She's dead. Fentanyl overdose. I want fentanyl. Happens, you know. she, she became a cop. She became she just a like, cop, and she touched fentanyl. And she yeah, she just cop. touched it with her index finger, and that was it. Yep. It was <laughs> just like straight deceased. Yep. Yep. Smoke one piglet. That's what happened. We are. We are a stronger, happier nation now. Yeah, we are. That's that's fucking awesome. We're uh we're not, you know, just so everyone knows we're not pro cop killing yet. Anyway, um <laughs> watch the worst fans in uh in baseball watch list is what we are. All right. As we wrap this up, um something I notice uh that you mentioned with your scorekeeping is that you get to relive memories with it. And yes. I feel that's a good through line to like what we were talking about earlier with your music. So like your favorite memories of scorekeeping, what do you got? Um, We've almost had like, there's almost been like multiple moments that I'm just like, man, we were so close. Cause like keeping score, like it's really weird. Like you always have like a, you always have like a kick to like, I want to score a perfect game or I want to score no hitter or like a cycle or something stupid like that. Nolan Arenado, his cycle 
uh, in Philadelphia was like really First cool. One since uh, Mark Gretzelonic in 05, yep. I believe. Yep, yeah. 100%. And I remember that Gretzelonic game too, mm-hmm. which is crazy. So like I would never done that. So like uh, there might have been a time like during a game where someone hit a cycle on the Cardinals. I don't I don't remember that because like I don't give a shit. But that was like I mean that was special. You know like I'd never gotten to do that. Like uh, when Michaelis almost had his no hitter. Like uh, he got the Dave, the Dave Steve <laughs> treatment. Yeah, I I so like that game and then like I was scoring the game where Wainwright wasn't out away where Zimmer or it was Waka. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was Walker. Fucking Ryan and Zimmerman. An infield single. Like Cosma a almost got him. Cosma almost yeah. got him. Yeah. So like that like really sticks out. And then just like I think like the like the shit that really sticks out to me is just like the memorable like playoff games like that uh that like was it a nine or ten run inning against the Braves in that DS game uh, in Atlanta? Like, yeah. it was like a clinching game. It was just like the winner is advancing to the CS. That was yeah. that would have been the year that uh, the Cardinals played the Nationals in the CS. I they think. Uh, they threw Mike like Fultiv whatever Polish Fultinavich. Uh, yep, they threw him. Yeah. He had a good year that season. It was like a walk. He did, and we yep. threw Flaherty. And I remember it because it's Brian McCann's last game. And he yep. made he made a bumbling play in that ten run inning. I was like, Jesus yep. Christ, this is not, this is perfect because yeah. it's happening to Braves fans. But oh my god! And then we go on. We have that video drop of Mike Schilt being like, "Listen up, God damn it, we're going to kick some yeah. fucking ass." Is what we're going to do? No, get off of me, Thank Bobby. You. I ain't talking about propane and propane accessories. I'm talking about Anibal Sanchez, if that's your real name, Bryce Harper. Bitch, you're in Philly. I'm coming after. We're going to eat the Nationals' ass. I'm going to kick Dave Martinez in the nuts. Yeah, thank you, Randy Arozarena. Randy, Arizona, everybody. Randy, Arizona. I mean, he's the one He's the one that outed it, you know. We're going to cheers to Randy. We're going to cheers to Randy. Yeah, we're going to cheers to Randy. You guys can just, like, air. Yeah, cheers. I got nothing. We're laying off the sauce. So yeah, no, he's a change. Yeah, man. you 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 probably need to, buddy. He, yeah, he, I actually I actually am ordered to. So <laughs> is that the but, doctor uh, or God talking? Who was that? That's uh, <laughs> that's the fact that my liver um is not responding well to the antibiotics, and it's like ex- about to fucking explode. Yeah, um, I looks it looks like I have like sclerosis whenever I get like blood work done once a week right now, and they're like your liver enzymes are through the roof, and I'm like. Should I switch mouthwashes? Like, I don't think that's the only alcohol I could possibly be getting at this moment. Um, so, yeah, that's fun. I'm, yeah, that, that's the, uh, yeah, that does not, that does not sound fun. So don't say that's hey, fun. Yeah. We're out here, man. They also told him to lay off the pussy. And that's, uh, that's yeah. been the hardest thing. That's, that's been the hardest thing for Josh. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah, leading man. cause. But, true. you know, like, uh, other things that other games that stick out too, like John Lester's just certain... debut. Yeah, whose debut? John Lester. His... Oh, 
Oh, I God. enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I I got that. I got that. It's I somewhere. want that on a shirt. That's the, that's what I want. <laughs> yes, we, dude, could, we just need to get we that could, on a shirt. <laughs> we could probably make that happen. That's the funny thing. I like. I got these games archived. So, like, I know me and Gifts have a like. I mean, I don't want to like talk about it now because we haven't really talked about it. But like, me and Gifts have an idea for this upcoming season and we're going to do it and we'll see it okay. in due time. Oh, an exclusive yeah, breaking like, news. Oh. Yeah. So like breaking news, something will happen. Yeah. Something something will happen. To. <laughs> We've been talking about it since I went out there for fall ball. I stayed with them for like a week out there and is, we kind of came up with some ideas and some rough drafts. And Does that like, elusive fuck live in Arizona then? Is that where he's at? Oh, yeah, wait, he's uh, in. Is he is he like Ryan? He lives anywhere that's convenient. Is what we're getting at, like Baltimore. <laughs> he's AZ. He's an Arizona boy. Oh, that's neat. Damn. That's neat. That's not the only person in Cardinals Twitter who's from Arizona. But... Enough! God damn it! <laughs> they really. I hope, I, hope I, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying that. No, no, you're good. Uh, I probably, I probably won't. Hey, yeah, if it's a good. problem, we love to bleep <laughs> things on this podcast. There you go. There you go. So, like, I mean, also, there's 88 people. I'll hit him up and be like, I mean, <laughs> people, people know he, people know he was in Arizona. Top. He got, he always goes to the fucking Cardinals yeah. and Diamondback series out there. Yeah, yeah. If we big Mark it. Kelly fan too, so he's been very. Oh yeah, definitely. That. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows he's in Arizona, so whatever. That's good. Uh, I, I, you know, but, but, I'm happy we don't have to bleep it because people are like, did Tom say he lives in a slur? Like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> everyone just like is anti-gifts at that point which would be the which would be the worst thing ever because it's, he's literally the best account and person to follow oh i love it i love his i love his content it's very creative man he is like i i couldn't even imagine i couldn't even imagine where i would be without him like he i i owe him a lot he literally is mm-hmm. a a brother and just like a best friend and he is he is the best he is the best oh yeah Hell yeah. We'll get him to come on and he can dress like Daft Punk is what it would be. That would be awesome. Or like, Marsh- or, like, or like Marshmallow. Yeah, that's what it would be. What about Kanye on uh, Impulse? Stop! Just come on. <laughs> did, did he go full mask? Yeah. I didn't even see that. Like He was basically I'm dressed just... like Green Man when Charlie Day and Always Sunny dresses that, but it's like a black skin suit with like a nascar jacket or something weird i don't know it was a cool outfit well it turns out what yay taught us is that if you have a friend who's anti-semitic or if you know a baseball player like marcus stroman that defends it just have them watch 21 jump street that's all we needed okay we just need to go back in time show hitler 21 jump okay i was just about to i was just about to bring that up so you saw his instagram post last night Oh, was that last did night? we? Did we? Yes. <laughs> How funny was that? I was like, that's all it takes? Like, you just got to watch 21 Jump Street? Now you're just like, good? I don't. Like, what? I don't think it's the, the greatest punchline to the, the worst bit ever. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was I, great. I was dying when I saw that. I was like, man. I mean, this if they guy. made a movie like 21 Jump Street, I'm fine with the Jews running Hollywood. That's, <laughs> that's a very fine film. Like, it was Jonah Hill's oh, performance thanks. in it too. Yeah. It's not Jonah Hill's performance in like 
Moneyball, Wolf of Wall Street. It's 21 Jump Street that Kanye is like, he, I haven't, I haven't, wow. I haven't wrong about the Jews. <laughs> yeah, that was like, that's just like beyond epic, dude. Like that, I mean, that was the funniest thing I could have seen tonight last night. I was like, fuck, that is hilarious. I don't well, this say is a this... good transition for, yep. sorry, Tom, but for a, um, a question I wanted to ask. Who are your influences, like, musically? Um, while we're on the topic of Kanye, as white people, I think it's kind of an influence <laughs> on all of our um, rap taste, at least I mean, years ago. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I am a very big, like, Kanye West was, like, very, like, influential to me. Like, even through, like, uh, like my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and Yeezus, like, I love both those albums, like, a lot like i would like argue with anybody that yeezus is like like a top five fucking album ever dude like that shit is incredible but i mean like as a whole so like growing up i mean this might sound like the most white person thing ever but like i listened to eminem like when i was you know very young like second third grade like i remember generations Yeah, like, I remember going to, like, Hastings or, like, some CD stores with, like, my dad, and, like, I'd, like, sneak, uh, like, the Marshall Mathers LP, like, into, like, his basket, and, like, they'd, like, check it out, and he'd just be, like, (laughs) he'd, like, look at me, because it'd have, like, the parental advisory sticker on it, and he would just be, like, this is against my better judgment. (laughs) (laughs) Does the sign of the cross. All right. (laughs) And then, and then like burns when he touches it. (laughs) So funny. Cause like the slim shady LP and Marshall Mathers LP, like he never really listened to, but then like, I remember him buying me the Eminem show and like, we played it in the car and this dude literally would just like, I'm taking this back right now. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, this is the album that's going to make you, like, you're going to return this one? Like, come on, man. <laughs> but, I mean, like, other influences, like, dude, I, I'm such a music head. Like, I like all sorts of music and stuff. Like, I couldn't even, like, I love Old Outcasts. Like, I love Andre 3000 so sure. much. Uh, like, I mean, Kendrick Lamar, like Kendrick Lamar is like my favorite right now. Like he is like next level, seen him in concert a few times, like Mm -hmm. fantastic. And then just like, you liked weed at one point. So that means you like Kid Cudi, I'm sure. I I love Kid Cudi. (laughs) I love Cudi. I love Cudi. Dude, no one, no (laughs) one can, no one can hum like Kid Cudi. Like yeah. his hum, it's like Gregorian put me to sleep. level shit. Yeah, Bro, I could fall. To, yeah, I could fall asleep to that. Like, <laughs> oh, like it's so perfect. I'm like, dude, yeah. who taught you how to hum, and how can you hum in melodies? Because this is incredible. And then you know, just like other music, like I mean, there's certain albums that just like just hit the spot, and like different genres. Like, I mean, I get weird with it. I mean, like Radiohead, uh, Rage Against the Machine. Oh yeah, uh, oh, we love Rage. Yep. Can't who does it, man? Can't hate yeah. cops. Yeah, exactly, man. This is true. I swear, it's it's the it's best fact. music. There is nothing better than some fucking Rage. It just mm-hmm. makes you pissed off. 
Yeah. It is. There's some songs hidden by Rage that are really good that don't get credit, like Freedom. Mm-hmm. Freedom is not oh, right. Freedom, great track. Uh, but yeah, I mean everything. Like even like new music now. Uh, I mean, there's like there's so much that I like take notes on, and I'm like, this is like epic. There's like an album like Frank Ocean, amazing. Like that guy. That guy, yeah, Frank is awesome. We love Mac Miller. Uh, Steve Lacey's new album, Gemini Rights, is awesome. Like, never really knew Steve Lacey. I knew he was part of the internet, like the group called the internet, and I knew he worked with Mac Miller and stuff. Like, I mean, how we feel about Mac Lamore because we're uh, we're also a Mariners (laughs) podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna have to give two thumbs down to Macklemore. When I was in the fourth grade, I thought that I was gay. Like, <laughs> song out that way. It's the funniest shit that's ever happened. <laughs> oh God! When I was out in Arizona for fall ball, like there were like a night or two where me or Gifts would just be out by like the fire, just like watching old Nirvana like concerts or just jamming to Nevermind. Like we listened to Polly on repeat, like 12 oh, that song. That's, that song's <laughs> twisted, man. Polly wants to crack it. I mean, we were like fucking hammered listening to that like 12 times. Like, I mean, dude, they're just so much. I like yeah, I don't yeah. even know who an influence would be. Like I just got so much music in my system yeah. and like Well, and you're I an mean, influencer, so like I get it, you know. You're yeah, your own influence. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And pretty much. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, as we, we we've gone ninety, this has been great. Let's let's actually wrap up with some actual baseball talk real quick. Let's uh, do it. Stu uh What's your what's your outlook for the season? You got projections. You got some hot takes you want to share with the with the boys here. I don't know about uh man. I didn't think of any hot takes. You kind of told me like to have them ready. Just, uh, yeah. just throw him some names and just first that comes off your head. Yeah. How you feel about? Okay, yeah. How you feel about Gorman this year? Gorman, baby. I think, uh, man. Honestly, if this like if Jordan Walker and Mason win weren't in spring camp like i think we would kind of all be talking about nolan gorman and like his spring right now uh he had like a really impressive spring to me like he looked smooth at second he was like his his turns on double plays look good his at bats look good he kind of i don't know if this is the shitty camera angle that they have during spring training or so bad yeah it's terrible but like he kind of looks like more upright in his stance. I don't know if he is again because of the fucking camera angle. Like I'm gonna like judge that once the season starts and see and, and see from there. But like he's taken some like I see the strides in Nolan Gorman right now, and that's like it leaves me really optimistic. I he was never a guy I wanted to give up on when other people like at the trade deadline last year were just like. You know, if you have to include him, then do it. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of crazy. Uh, but I'm, I'm like all in on Nolan Gorman in, in 2023. Like, he's, I think he's going to be up. Like, I, I don't think he will ever go down to Memphis at any point. Like, I, I think he's here. 
it, yeah. yeah, I would think something fucking crazy would have to happen for him to go down. Uh, this yeah, time. me too. He's gonna be he's gonna be gobbling up them right handed at bats. Um, everyone's mm-hmm. favorite player. Uh, how's Paul DeYoung? That was good. It's gonna bring. Oh up man, <laughs> man, that that poor guy. I, uh, I'm like, do you know the do you know the lore of uh one of our podcast uh, co hosts who's not here tonight and Paul DeYoung? Oh, oh god. god. <laughs> and possibly oh, Paul oh. Young's family. <laughs> oh God! Dude. I I I like I am very familiar with Nick, the Young family. Nick so. got blocked by Andrea fucking the Young. Man, dude, you got and, blocked by his mom, dude, dude. And Nick, and Nick, and Eric Cartman style was like, "What did I do? I made a fucking list starting February." To September of any time he tweeted about Paul DeYoung. He tweeted about a lot? 93 fucking times. <laughs> and it was like what all negative, like what just is, negative all tweets. Negative, all negative. All, yeah. and he would that, that'll do it. I had to go yeah. through so much shit. He would be like, because sometimes he wouldn't mention PDJ. He'd be like, get him off the team and shoot him. Or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, like, why uh, can't we just kill him? Dot, what dot, dot. Is, <laughs> are any are any of you guys uh, anybody else blocked by Andrea? No, only no. Nick. No. Only Nick. Yep, okay. Only Nick. Okay. While we're on the blocking uh, topic, anybody here blocked by Andrew Kisner? No, no I, I checked so. that. I saw someone post. Okay, that. that's good. It. We're all clean. We're all clean. We're I'm all not clean. blocked. <laughs> by his. Yeah, I I like keep that the negativity. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I get. I can. I can get to that point, but I try not to. Yeah. But sometimes. Sometimes it happens. It, it just does. It's very funny when Nick does it, even though it's so, even though it's horrible, because yeah, like, we always give him shit, and he doesn't fucking back down. I got to give him credit. We were like, "Why do you want a guy on our major league roster to be horrible?" Be like, he's always going to be horrible. I'm like. Why wouldn't you want him to be better? Why can't we root for that? He's like, I want him off this team or dead. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I think like, I think the young and like, I just think the Cardinals are really. We know how they are with like contractual status, and like they know this extension they signed him to, and like they try and honor that, and they're gonna try and get the best and the most out of it while they can mm-hmm. so you know like i mean expectations like not high yeah obviously but like he has he has buyouts on his deal like the last like two years so like if they really want to bite the bullet i think they'd be looking at like 12 million dollars on the buyout like yeah they have an option at years. the end of this season is what it's going to be yeah and so yeah, yeah. So, so he's so like this is it. This is it. Yeah, this is the last hurrah. And considering yeah. that Jordan Jordan motherfucking Walker had to motherfuck around and make the opening day <laughs> roster, they have to clear a forty man spot for him. And yep. who who are they clearing? I probably, think uh probably uh, another good reliever again that will get picked up by the Tigers. So <laughs> they can yeah, put some on sixty day too. That's that's what they'll do. That's yeah. what they'll do. I think they'll put Wilkie and Rodriguez on the 60-day, if I were yeah. to guess. 
Which bums think, me out because I wanted to see him do his Kenny Powers like fucking celebration. Yeah. Dude, that guy like, bro, he was throwing like 95 mile an hour cutters yeah. all spring. Like that's fucking normal. Like when yeah. the fuck, like that is not normal, dude. Like that shit is crazy. Desperately going to be missed. Juice. I like it. That shit would have played against left-handed batters. And like it's a bummer that like we don't get to see that. He was like a really tricky part to this roster configuration. And like I feel like that kind of like – I feel like him getting hurt kind of like helped them like figure out the bullpen construction easier. Like it kind of gave them a pass. Like this is might be a good thing since he was a rule five draft pick and we can like do other things. Mm-hmm. I guess there was like something in his contract that they could have worked a deal out with the Yankees too. If they didn't. There's want like him. A, a cash buyout they can operate with, but like yeah. um, the good thing, like there's any good thing with someone getting hurt is that like the thing about our bullpen is that it gets like with the rest of our pitching staff, it's incredibly lucky because of its defense and like, you know, losing, uh, losing Freddie really sucked because in terms of reinforcements, he's a guy with strikeout stuff and we only have two strikeout pitchers and I'm excited for Wilkins, but I was, I, I was too that, that Freddie Pacheco, really like that really bummed me out because like that's pretty, your pretty, that's your best relief pitching prospect and like at, at the least you literally could have just placed him on the 60 day il and avoided all of this yeah i like very i don't arrogant. understand very arrogant. so maybe so yeah. that that kind of makes me feel like maybe he's not gonna pitch at all this year I don't know. Maybe there was something in those medicals or something that they're just like, we're okay losing this because you're not going to pitch this year. And maybe he has a uh, shitty ankle. He has a shitty yeah. ankle, is what he's yeah. doing. Fucking Carlos Correa. Like, I know they're going to do this with Crisepo. They're going to fucking turn him into a reliever. And I wish they would just keep good reliever talent that we do draft. Because I feel like finding decent middle uh, middlemen to fill in is an easier job to do than finding like serviceable, like infielders because relievers yeah. really do have roller coaster seasons and sometimes they yeah. just bust out. Some days they don't. And I really think they could fill that in house. Hopefully be nice. If we can trade some of our depth because they need to be on major league rosters making money. I really don't like what's going on with that, but like, yeah. but, like I I'm just anticipating like, Oh, we don't have all this help now. Hey, we're gonna turn Grisefo into a relief pitcher now instead of having him develop into like a power arm. And I a, hate a that. power starter. Yeah, yeah. I I literally do hate that. Like it seems like that. I mean, we we know this because we are Cardinal fans, but like that's what they do. Like mm-hmm. they pigeonhole these good starting pitching prospects that they've developed into relief. Like if you throw. 96 97 miles an hour or harder and you're a starting pitcher and you are in the minor league system like guess what you're gonna be in the bullpen man you yeah, are gonna yeah. be in the bullpen man you throw hard like that's what you're Zach gonna Thompson. do yeah. yeah it's like Hicks yeah, just said like something that. about it recently too yeah yeah i mean that's it's like it's it's what they do like it's sad and and to bring up Tom, to bring up your point, like I could literally see that happening with Graceffo this year because like they need that and like they know they need that. So like that's the frustrating thing. So like, yeah, I could see him debuting out of the bullpen, which is like, ugh. Yeah. It, 
Ugh. Um, let's close with this. We did this with Reese. Uh, we have a little game that's going on called the Hornsby Challenge, where uh, we made some off-season free agent predictions, and unfortunately, Nick is winning and Ryan's in last. So Ryan may have to do the whole. <laughs> we we go to we well, go whose idea was we go yeah, yeah we go I to, wanted to do it. That's why I chose shitty <laughs> picks. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Ryan, uh, you want to tell Stu what the Hornsby Challenge is real quick? Yeah, you got to go to a batting cage and get 250 hits before you can leave. That's the... Oh, my God. If you drink a beer, it shaves 10 hits off. So it looks like Ryan's going to be doing that. Josh, you and I have to at least get in there and do maybe like a Mark Reynolds challenge and uh, strike out 230 times. You you remember when Mark Reynolds smoked the wall in left field at Miller? Yeah. And they like left the uh, the outline of his body on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things we have, even though we hate turfs and we hate J.K. Rowling, we hate Harry Potter in general. We do have what's called a goofus, which is like the golden snitch. It's an automatic win if you get it. Okay. Um, we had Kyle choose one. We'll have you choose one. All right. So a goofus is oh god an incredibly random and obscure. A bit of it's a it's a prediction, and if you nail it, you win. And I came pretty close because this guy's in the news. Mine was Marcus Stroman has to come out publicly that he lost a shit ton of money on crypto NFT. Josh, (laughs) Josh, you remember what yours was? Um, Mike Schilt comes out as a black Israelite. What's up, everybody? So, Feel me. Get off Con- Kanye and Kwame's ass. Leave Kyrie Irving alone. Stop talking down yeah. about people. Um, <laughs> Nick's was yeah. Brandon Nimmo Jan 6 confirmed. And Ryan, do you remember what yours was? Mine was I Fire think that, Sale uh, Rangers. Fire right? Sale Rangers. Rangers bombed so bad they sell the whole team in June. So, Stu. You got a bold goofus for us? You got, you got, what do you got? No pressure. Fuck. Anything, the the crazier, the better. Okay. Well, this is. (laughs) He's he's stewing, guys. He's stewing. He's cooking cooking something up. Oh, man, this is crazy. I'm going to get and there. And you can't say that Daniel Vogelbach dies because that was one of another one of my predictions. But can I say, can I say, now that you brought up Daniel Vogelbach, can I say that he is literally Bowser? Yeah. He, we Daniel, Vogelbach, <laughs> Daniel Vogelbach comes out as Bowser. He comes out as Bowser. <laughs> Hell yeah. He right, literally right. is Bowser. All right, this is uh, this is great. This is awesome. Thanks for your time, Sue. This has been an awesome yeah. hearing. Anytime. Thank um, you for having me. Let's finish up as is tradition here. We pick someone. We pick something or someone to fuck. Uh, I guess we could say uh, 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 fuck the cops tonight. Anyone got a anyone got a different one they want to throw in? Uh, are we saying like fuck something or we want to fuck something? Fuck. No, no, fuck something. I mean, we can say we fuck something. Usually, we just say fuck the Mets, but now. We're going to mix it up. We can mix it up a little bit. Um, how about um, fuck cops and fuck you if you don't get snack pack, people. All right? Go get snack pack. All right? We all Simple agree to that. that. I, I don't yeah. have to add anything. That was perfect. Exactly. There you go. And we're putting one of your songs at the end, right? That's uh, at the end what of the song? episode. 
Yeah, which song do you do? You, would you like us to put on? What which song one are you most proud? I don't know of? what. What was like the song you guys were feeling? What was the majority? I am partial to Radio Raheem, but that's I think awesome, I told bro. You that. But that was yeah. I listened to it while I walked my neighborhood today. So yeah, that that song's fucking dope. I like he references Dippin' Dots. You Spike got a lot Lee. of love, but you hate the police. Like, that one's good. Yeah. yeah, do the right thing, Radio Raheem. Yep. What a great movie. <laughs> Hell yeah. Man. I mean, you guys do whatever you feel, but that's a good one. Hell yeah. All right. All right. Stu, Stu Styles, everyone. Go get his album. Go download his music, Snack Pack. Yeah, you talk a lot, say you're gonna fill the spot I got the cash, the money, you pussies coming for me You dumbin' do some ones, I'm dumbin' do some hundreds You can't fuck with a kid like me Got a new pair of mics, yeah, I'm so icy Reppin' that new chain just like Ice-T Michael shoot a video just like Spike Lee Do the right thing, Radio Raheem Got a lot of love, but I hate police Protests in the streets, trying to keep the peace I'ma pray to God like a Jesus peace, yeah Jail cell like 